Hello. How Hello. Is Hi. Doing. Hello. Hello. Oh, quite well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Death Saves with Advantage. Uh, we are here in the world of Madeira, more specifically the port town of Grenz within the Otgorian Empire. The uh, ragtag group of adventurers and a City Watch member uh, have been tackling a number of jobs given by one Captain Sterk, starting, uh, most importantly, with helping a little girl get a cat out of a tree that uh, they found out was not hers. She kind of just wanted it, and it ran away from her up a tree and then away from her again uh, throughout the town. Uh, talking about Victor, a person who had been uh, quite belligerent towards Karis uh, in mm -hmm. Second Zero, as well as Aaron and Min, who had a lead on Crimson Lash activity within the town. Now, the Crimson Lash being a known Thieves Guild organization across the Empire. And if it's here in a town the size of Grenz, it's not... It, it's not good. They're kind of like cockroaches. If there's one, there's about a dozen more. And you found about a dozen more. About a dozen and a half. Um, you headed to the Rusted Hook Tavern. A local brawl spot where Zichi took on the recently crowned champion of the fighting ring uh, who still has that title. Uh, and before any post-fight merriment could happen, conversation to uh, just get to know each other a little bit better other than understanding what each other are capable of in the ring. Min asked one too many questions <laughs> of the bartender, en just enough to piss off a local or a nearby patron who all of the patrons that were there, all of the staff working, and the barkeep turned out to be members of the Crimson Lash. Uh, after a creative use of spells uh, and Earhart being able to cave people's faces in with his fist, uh, you were able to uh, subdue everyone in the bar as well as capturing the two that got away before the captain, uh, before the bartender was like, all right, hey, hold up. You, you got questions? I got answers. Let's, uh, let's, um, let's just talk it out, all right? I don't need anybody else uh, hitting me or can you get rid of that lava on the floor there? Uh, and that is where we were going to pick up. However, just wanted to give everybody a chance to grab yourselves a drink, grab yourselves a snack, and get ready to roll your death saves with advantage.
Okay. So, here we are in the Rusted Hook Tavern. Uh, you have a bandit captain bartender who's willing to talk, as well as still one charmed member of the Crimson Lash who tackled and grappled another member who went to attack Aaron. Now, yep. let's start right there. What's everybody doing? I'm just going to look over to Min and be like, I think the floor is yours. <laughs> this floor doesn't belong to me, but okay. The floor is lava. <laughs> yeah, can somebody get rid of that, please? Just, I don't know, scoop is it the up. Door locked? Uh, yes, you, one of you would have been able to lock the door uh, when okay. the just came in after Earhart left. As, once the door is locked, Karis will get rid of the lava. <laughs> okay. I think Min looks at the bartender and goes, sit down. All right, all right, geez. So, what do you want to know? We have several questions. Where, oh, where to start? It's been a day. I'll say. Crimson Lash, what is it? What do you do? Uh, Why are you here? Um... I will let you give me a history check. Uh, actually, everybody except for um, Naos can give yeah, me a history sense. check. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Starting with Min. Uh, 12. Uh, then Karis? A natural 20 for a 22. Ooh, hot damn. Mm-hmm. Aaron? Total of 15. And Zichi. A big old six. <laughs> that cracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he start. He's done. This is uh, this role is setting up. If you, if anybody, if Karis, if you want to make a, an insight check on what he says, you will have advantage. Um. Right. So you, you seriously don't know about the Crimson Lash? I mean, come on. We're the Crimson Lash. I mean. Streets will run red with crimson. No, okay. Uh, so, Crimson Lash. It's an organization that works in a lot of different things. Uh, some more shady than others. They're all over the empire, and uh, you know, this was just one stop. Now, before I talk anymore, I need you to, to agree to something. I'm, I'm, this is. This is nothing. Uh, this is uh, put my own neck at risk here for sharing this upcoming information with you. Okay, we could just cut your neck instead. But why don't you talk first? All right, but what if you just uh, I don't know uh, assure my safety and that uh, I'll still be able to run this. Or I'll be, still be able to uh, get out with my life. How about that? Hmm? The same way you had assured our safety. Not but five minutes ago. To be fair, you came into my establishment and uh, tried to intimidate me, tried to hustle me for some information that uh, I wasn't too keen on sharing with you, but I get what you're saying. And just, I just need to, some assurances that I can be, that you can help with keeping me safe. I've seen, I believe we've shown ourselves to be capable. All right, so I'm just going to be walking around with you now for the rest of my days? All right. 
could strap some kegs on your back, then sure. <laughs> Be a walking bartender. You know, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. All right, so we're just one stop here. Uh, so, you know, Grens, it's primarily a fishing town. Uh, we got, and that's actually our main export here. And not all of the fish goes to where it's needed. So we, uh, we, we, we smuggle some out. Uh, we, and it heads over to the, uh, a town of Brist called, uh, Bristol. Quiet little place, about halfway to the Oast trading post. Uh, and that's actually, that's one of our hubs there for, uh, a number of goods. And, uh, we're always looking for folks to, uh, join in order to help procure and transport various goods. Well, if, you, if all you're smuggling is fish, why have you gained this so-called uh, large reputation? You seem very surprised we didn't know who you were. With a natural 20 for a 22, Karis, you know that it's not just fish. <laughs> uh, they have... Uh, they've taken hit jobs, they've smuggled uh, drugs, they've smuggled people. Uh, and also, Aaron, give me an insight check. Sure. Uh, with advantage. Uh, okay. It's a 13. 13? I'm rolling great today. <laughs> uh, yeah, double digits, let's go. Yeah. Um, so between thieves, knowing thieves can't, and knowing a bit about the history of the Crimson Lash, fish is probably code for people. All right. So I'm just, I'm going to sit down and just stare at him. Be like, <laughs> yes, this is a fishing town. I'm sure you have heard that uh, plenty of fishermen are struggling to actually catch fish. Uh, and since you claim to be smuggling out fish that doesn't exist, why don't you be straight with us and tell us why you're here? I would say persuasion or intimidation, your choice. Okay. Uh, because you know that information, and you're or uh, and you're, but you're also pressing for more. I'll roll a persuasion check. Could I say something to assist? Uh, what would you say? I would pull up by and say. I would listen to what he has to say. I've I've seen him conjure the power of the sun itself. I would hate to figure out what his bad side feels like. Uh, sure. Go ahead and have advantage on that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll just roll again. Beautiful. A total of 20. Hey, dirty 20. Uh, alright, alright. Jeez. Uh... It's not a lot of people. Every now and then, some people come to us because they want to get out of here, but they don't have the means to do so, whether it's protection or it's funds. We offer them a means of leaving. One would assume they could simply walk. Yeah, but you traveled here? Yes. I, mean, I, haven't, I don't recognize you, so assume you're new in town. There's all kinds of shit outside of the towns and outside of cities. Most people walk. Most people don't have the ability to 
jump all over the place and turn one of my own men against me. It's been known to happen. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do. We offer them a way out. And then if they want to stay with us and uh, learn some tricks at the trade, then by all means. And if they don't, then uh, they don't have a good time. So you guaranteed my safety, huh? So where are we going? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> not done yet. <laughs> Sit back down. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, the, uh, the the bandit that you uh, <laughs> charmed just finished tying up the one other conscious bandit uh, within uh, the tavern, and he's standing behind you, arms crossed. <laughs> like, mm. there's, there's a. I think I put three of them to sleep. They're definitely awake by now. Sleep only lasts a minute. Okay. Um, then ZT, since you're on the other side, uh, finishing your your pint by the fireplace, you yeah. see three of three bandits near you uh, wake up. Oh, oh man, what happened? I mean, I feel great, but what happened? <laughs> I just wave. <laughs> Y'all enjoy your nap time. What? <laughs> and they are looking over at you with surprise and they look around they like go for the weapons that have clattered on the ground around them and then they just look around and see everyone else has been knocked unconscious and they're just like right <laughs> sit down uh Zichi, one of them is running for the broken window that adler smashed through uh if you would like to you could uh get an attack of opportunity as you're right next to that window I try like holding him back from going through or tackling him, you know? Yeah, go ahead and give me, uh, give me an attack roll with your unarmed strike. Okay. And then, uh, depending on that roll, uh, an athletics check. That was 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll definitely be able to get up to start getting a hold of him. So go ahead and give me an athletics check to actually initiate that grapple. Or to okay. uh, finalize the grapple, I should say. Ah, uh, a three. It's a nat one. Yep. So you uh, do manage to uh, you like tackle this bandit to the ground and his head hits the ground really hard. And you like no, you, put a, you put a foot on his back so he doesn't move. But he's not moving. Uh, that's a natural one, and he already had really low health before getting knocked unconscious, so, <laughs> or before being put to sleep. So he knocked himself unconscious with that nat one. <laughs> I'm just gonna take, like, a curt nearby and just throw it over him and be like, okay, go back to sleep then. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other two uh, go and sit down at a table nearby, especially after seeing that happen. Speaking of the open window... <laughs> Can can I make a perception check just to make sure no one's outside looking in, following what's going on here? Go ahead and give me a perception. That's a nineteen. Ooh, nineteen. Nice. Uh, so you go over towards the window, uh, and there are in fact a number of people who have gathered, not right at the window, but like close enough. They're kind of just like, oh, I wonder what's going on over there. I mean, they fight all the time, but like. That's a lot. Uh, and you even hear uh, somebody muttering, I think somebody should go get a Talon Blade. Mm. And then a person runs off. 
I'm just going to... Who's closest to me? Uh, Zichi would be the closest to you out of party members. They would ever hear that as well. I was just going to say I would tell Zichi oh, quietly. Oh, tell me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, ask your questions quick. We have to get out of here. All right. Real quick. Yes or no? Uh, cat in a tree. What? Did you put that cat in that tree? <laughs> no. Okay. Spirits in the square. What? No. Great. Fish missing. Missing fish. We've been over this. We use fish as a term for people. <laughs> okay, but fish, fish. Oh, you're talking about actual fish? No. No. <laughs> I'm more of a steak man. <laughs> You need to cold stop whatever you're doing in my town. Oh, it's your town now, is it? Okay. All right. I don't know who went and made you mayor, but uh, okay. I want to kill this guy so bad. Sorry. It's above <laughs> the table. <laughs> what use do we have for this person? Fine. All right. All right. He's already right. going to report back anyway. As a member of the City Watch, I am charged with keeping this town safe. <laughs> oh, the City Watch, City Watch. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, a robot, you got an airhead, and you got a drunk noble. What are you going to do I, for this city? I also have a crossbow. Oh, that's okay. That's actually something. Okay. All right. All right, you got <laughs> me? You got me? I can stop cold turkey. I can stop whenever I want. Let me get this guy's... Oh, we know it's Baldrick. That's right. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, do we see the guard coming? In like a minute since that happens. So. Okay. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Are you leaving anyone here? Or are you taking Are you taking anybody with you? I will just and, glance over at the guy who's still trying to be like, you're in charge now. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> 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 I got a promotion today. I was gonna, I was gonna see, if, I was gonna see if you wanted a spot on the city watch, but it's, this feels like a, a responsible charge for you. What are you paying? Mm, I don't, I don't know if I, do I get paid? I mean, I get free room and board. Free room and board. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. It's not. It's a. It's one of the finer closets in town. I would say. <laughs> very, very puzzled look on his face. And um, if anybody wants to do an insight check, <laughs> uh, fifteen. And uh, ZT. Twenty-five. <laughs> uh, yeah, ZT. You get the sense that he's like. I mean, he's probably thinking something along the lines of like. I mean. If it's not a nice closet, the rest of it's got to be pretty good, too. I mean, it's got to be a pretty good place. Uh, completely misunderstanding men. Uh, but, yeah, he's like, I'm, okay. Uh, 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 and he runs into the kitchen. He comes back out with some rope and starts tying Baldrick's hands up. I'm going to say, uh, Baldrick. Eh? We're leaving. All right. I suggest you make this look like it was a normal fight here, because there's some guard on the way. Ah, I can do that. I can do that. I mean, this guy's in charge now, right? Recommend you make yourself 
disappear. I can do that too. I could definitely do that. I see that you do. Uh, and your group leaves the Rusted Hook Tavern. There is a back door if you would prefer to use that. Uh, I would. Back through the, the kitchen where your new pal Greg there uh, shows you where the back door out of the kitchen uh, is. That's where Baltric was going to run after he was frightened of men and had to turn around. You said that uh, he just got tied up, right? He had his whip. Yes. Can we steal that from him? Can we take oh, that? Definitely. No, no, okay. uh, no struggle for that. Okay. So, uh, whoever wants it to have it in the inventory, uh, Crimson Whip, it's a standard whip, ten foot reach, one d four slashing damage. Yeah, not is to it, use it just. To... Is it crimson? <laughs> Get him in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's the last. <laughs> yes, it's crimson red in color. Ooh, now I kind of want it. Uh, you can take it. That's okay. No, and go for there it. There is a um, a black L like seared in. Uh, for uh, the lash at the like the bottom oh. of the pot, like where you would rip it. So if you were to like hold it up and show people, they would see the L. But otherwise, it's just it's just there. It's, it's a uh, shame. Just bring it away. Yeah. I'm hoping he gets in a little trouble for not having it. <laughs> uh, so you all make your way out. Uh, I would like a group stealth check. DC is not going to be very high. Uh, and a DC is a uh, dice challenge. It is a number that needs to be met or exceeded by skill checks or saving throws. Okay, let's start from the top of the rolls here. Min. At an 18 plus 220. All right. Uh, Neus. I rolled an 8. Nice. Aaron. Total of 15. Karis. 17. Zichi. I put my hat on because, you know, so stylish. Yes. You put your stylish hat on. Okay. (laughs) Um, So you do uh, manage to have an average above 10. So the group is successful in their stealth. Your group is is successful in leaving out the back. You close the door with a very subtle click of the latch. And you make your way back towards the central square of Renz. At this point, after going to the, after helping the little girl with the cat, uh, dealing with Victor's sass, and then going to the Rusted Hook Tavern and having the fright, uh, the fight. It is getting close to the evening. Now, Min does have a place to stay, and the rest of you, um, I think it, it was like a, a copper if you wanted uh, to mm-hmm. stay at one of the inns, uh, five if you wanted to... Uh, have breakfast included. Uh, so you can go ahead and mark that off. Uh, unfortunately, ZG. <laughs> I was going to say, would anyone like to donate to uh, the I'm Super Broke Bird Foundation? I'll pay for, I'll pay for me. <laughs> I'll pay for ZG's room. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, Easier you're math, anyway. You're able to sleep. No problem. Um, however, Min... In the middle of the night, as centuries rest, you are aware of your surroundings, both visually and audibly. Give me a perception check. Let's see. That is, ooh, 19 plus 5, 24. 24 on perception. Uh, 
the door, it wasn't very high because the door is like right in your face, but the door is shaking, rattling a bit, and then it stops. That's not a usual thing that happens. And then I will <laughs> step out of the closet, open the door, have a look-see. I'm keeping that 24. Nothing. Everything seems normal. I will inspect around the building because I care very much for this building. So I will look around, check out the the clerk desk, take a okay. take a peek inside. Uh, you can give me an investigation check. Sixteen plus three, nineteen. Rolling good. Nineteen on your investigation. Uh, you f- oh, Rodney's in for it tomorrow. He didn't dust off his his desktop, the top of his desk. It is not as clean as it could be. Uh, but that is the only thing that seems to be out of sorts here within the City Watch HQ. Can I peek into uh, Captain Stark's office? Yeah. Does it have windows, that door? Uh, no window on the door, uh, but there is a window in the room. The window is closed. It happens rarely, uh, but uh, tonight is not one of those nights where Sterk, uh passes out at his desk in the drunken stupor. Uh, so it is quiet uh, within the building. Yes, I should check the front door too. I would imagine we lock the front door. Can I check to see if it's locked? Uh, yeah. It is still locked, but would you still like to check outside? Yes. Uh, as you go to unlock the door and grab the handle, it rattles. This also doesn't usually happen. Yeah, I will I will open and check outside. You open the door, it is pitch black outside. No street lamps Oh, advanced darkness. <laughs> this is near average everyday darkness. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get pulled forward by something. Uh, you feel your body moving, and when you, you close your eyes and when you open them again, you are in a brightly lit space made primarily of stone. You see a window about 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall, up along one of the walls. You are next to another Warforged. Although it just has a very blank stare forward, not reacting to your presence at all. And you hear a voice come from this cone-shaped thing on the wall. Tactical Unit 1, please proceed with giving orders to the unit beside you. You see another Warforged about 10 feet away from you, uh, facing the unit to your right. I beg your, I beg your pardon? Tactical Unit 1, please proceed with giving orders to the unit beside you. Does any of this look familiar to me, or is this totally... Give me... Let's say history with disadvantage. <laughs> well, that's a natural one. Womp womp. Yowza. <laughs> uh, in no way does this space look familiar to you. I think I... I'm looking at 
the other Warforged on my right. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I wave my hand just in front of their face to see what the reaction is. They just blink. And then once again... Tactical Unit 1, please proceed with giving orders to the unit beside you. Hello? Are you... Are you okay? What's happening here? Tactical Unit is non-responsive. We will proceed with the trials at a later date. And there is a gate that appears in the air behind you, and you get sucked through it. And you find yourself back in your closet with the door closed. What? What just happened? I think I opened the closet again, and I'm looking around frantically. Uh, Everything within the HQ looks the same. As usual, you rush to the front door. It is locked again. You have uh, so you go to unlock it, and you open the door, rush out. The Grand's nightlife is active as it normally is. There's some Talon blades walking around, kind of uh, gesturing over to you while muttering some stuff under their breath. The light and street lights are lit. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Whoa, natural 20. (laughs) Natural 20. You think for a moment, like, that has to be, that that was, that had to be a dream. That had to be a dream. No, no, there's no way that could have happened. And then you remember, wait, I don't dream. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) what, uh, what took place had to have happened, but you have no idea what took place. This is inconvenient. <laughs> I, and then Min closes the door again, relocks it, and then I would assume that there's kind of a bench in the lobby area of this building. Mm-hmm. I think he has a seat on the bench and is kind of just like looking at the floor and you would see his eyes kind of darting as he's thinking like what could have happened what could this be trying to remember all the details and then i think eventually after doing that for a while he will go back into uh his trance that he does rather than sleeping not in his closet but still on the bench okay uh, in the morning, everyone else is, you're fully rested. I mean, you do get the benefits of a lone rest. Uh, speaking of, so time is a thing in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, most of the time you're adventuring, fighting creatures, dealing with uh, members of society, such as Miss Me and Mortimer or Baldric. However, there is downtime and there is time to rest. You can take a short rest to Sometimes get some abilities back, but usually just come up with a plan, attune with items, or roll some hit dice to heal up a bit. We will get into each of those specifically later on. Uh, However, what happens when you sleep overnight, that is called a long rest. And a long rest is a complete restock of all your abilities, whether it's spell uh, class abilities, spell slots, and most of your hit dice. and since they rested after the events of the Rusted Hood Tavern, everybody is re-upped to their maximum potential. Uh, Min 
just seem you're just a little more reserved than usual. Uh, everyone has their breakfast. Min, you uh, are startled as Rodney unlocks the door, whistling a little tune as he as he comes in. He's oh oh uh, Min, I changing it up. I see. Is he uh, is used to you uh, being in the closet instead of on the bench in the morning. <laughs> What? Oh. I, uh... Yes. Thought I'd... Rodney, how did you sleep last night? Uh, you know. Hay Mattress only does so, does you so well. I got my usual 12 hours of sleep, so I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> okay, did... Went 12 hours. And he, did you... <laughs> You didn't... Did you dream? Yeah, no, I had a great dream, but... Oh. <clears throat> and his face gets a little red. It's not, um, it's not proper for the workplace, so... Can you... Please, I, I need to know. I don't... I don't know, man. <laughs> Rodney. Give me a Listen. persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> Uh, my lowest is a six total. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you you seem a okay, man. You seem like you're busy and that you're going through some stuff. So I'm just gonna just gonna go over to my desk here, set some stuff down. I'm gonna go to the marketplace to get the fixins for a hangover cure for the captain. So, uh, good luck. Yeah, I, should, I should be yes. You're right. I should be on my way as well. I have many things to do. Rodney. <laughs> as he I, you startle I, him and just as he walks out the door. And <laughs> Min throws her rag at him and goes, your desk is filthy. Uh, what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Rodney goes disappears. Everyone is able to meet up at that central square. Uh, by the fountain and the tree. Uh, so, what do y'all wish to do? Because there's uh, investigating the the spirits, or rather lack thereof, and uh, the fishing issue. I'm particularly interested in the spirits. Me too. Neos turns to Karis. Heard anything else from the spirits? I I haven't, but I can I can check in. Uh, go ahead and give me a give me a charisma check. Right. And I and, imagine her just plopping down on the ground, mm-hmm. like with, <laughs> with the candle. <laughs> uh, and while you're rolling that, what is everyone's passive perceptions besides Karis? Uh, fourteen. Fifteen. Fifteen for mid. Hmm. 16, okay. And uh, Karis, what was, what do we get on our charisma check? 11. 11. You try, you light your, your everlasting black candle. And unlike other times, uh, the flame stays the standard color red. It does not shift to either like a, a, a deeper blue or purple color uh, when you are able to connect with spirits. Uh, Zichi, while Karis is setting this up uh, and is trying to reach out, 
you are the first to hear, and eventually everyone else does. Aha! I knew it! As a elderly woman starts approaching your group very quickly. I fly up in the air. <laughs> out of her reach. Uh, Neus, you would recognize that she is of Estanian descent. Estane is just to the east of the Empire. Which, uh, for everyone listening, picture Eastern Asia, so um, in particular uh, more Japanese descent. Uh, this elderly woman who uh, is just pro- uh, approaching your group and she is staring daggers at Karis. I knew it! I knew it! Somebody else was calling them! That's why they've been leaving. That's why they've been leaving Miss Me alone. I knew it. What have you done to them? What have you been telling them? What have you been promising those spirits to keep them from helping me out? I haven't... <laughs> she just looks up from, you know... I haven't done anything. They, they won't talk to me. The With her mentioning her name, uh, Min, you immediately recognize uh, who she is. Uh, Miss Me is a woman who lives on the outskirts of town and she what she has been the go-to fortune teller and the person who gives seances with relatives uh, that have recently passed on um, and apparently she's been looking for somebody the culprit responsible or uh, who's been making the spirits go uh, disappear of course go ahead and make a persuasion check uh, Kara's that is a 23. Hmm. Well, if you haven't done it, then who's responsible, huh? Eh? We were just check on our over. way to find out. Did you say check, check over there? That's better than I know with that one. <laughs> I just point a random direction. Like, go over there. Uh, ZT, are you flying or are you on the ground? Uh, I'm on the ground. Alright. <laughs> no shit. Uh, she bonks you on the head with a, a walking stick that she has. <laughs> Shut up, you! And you take one point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Rude! Ow! How can't you take a joke, lady? <laughs> how, how, how tall is Miss Me? Uh, she is uh, hunched over. She is about uh, three foot eight. Well, suddenly it'll look like she's six foot four as Min lifts her off the ground. <laughs> uh, give me a <laughs> athletics check because this is essentially a grapple. <laughs> so many. That is a natural twenty. <laughs> uh, she gets a natural nineteen. With a minus wow. two. <laughs> uh, so uh, you now have Miss. You're holding Miss Me up by like the armpits, and she is kicking you in uh, in the chest. To no, doing absolutely nothing to you. Uh, Stop kicking and listen. Put me down. Me about these spirits. Why are they here? And what harm do they intend to do to us? Well, the spirits never put me down. Put me down. Answer me. 
Put me down first. <laughs> Answer my nice question with first. the locals. <laughs> Min, Min, put her down. <laughs> okay. How about how about this? I will put you down slowly. While I'm putting you down, answer my question. What is this weird power trip? I'll, I'll start moving when you start talking. Okay, so the spirits are. As you slowly lower your hand, she starts talking slower and slower. Slower you talk, the slower I move. I've been here for a long time, Tin Can. I'll be here long after you're done. <laughs> uh, so you've, you very slowly set her down, uh, and and she uh, fixes her attire. And so the spirits, they don't do anything wrong. Some of them, they just don't want to leave because they are as into the afterlife. Are you... Are, are any of you familiar what happens to the spirit when you pass? There are many theories. Yes. <laughs> Get recycled. That is one theory. That is one theory. Um, some One that I'm a fan of is that you go to the appropriate outer plane to receive your judgment, depending on how you acted in, in, in your life. This one, for picking up old ladies, probably not going to have such a good time. Uh, however, you, for being able to attempt, at least, to commune with the spirits, I think you've got a fighting chance. Uh, so, while not all spirits like to pass on immediately, and that's what I'm here for. I am a medium. I do not know that I have not properly introduced myself. My name is Miss Me. Uh, that is M.I. I perform seances for those whose relatives have recently passed, so they may pass on uh, more smoothly as they can speak through me to their family members, and potentially and those family members are able to promise to complete the things that are keeping them here, get rid of those, the sever the bonds that keep them on the material plane and such and such. Uh, and uh, I dabble in the fortune, and that's more so just, oh, I notice someone there or something over there, and they whisper some things because spirits know a lot. They know a lot. I'm sure you know. And she gives a little <laughs> wink to Terrace. Um, but about a month ago, they just started disappearing. And I've been on the lookout ever since. Hmm? Maybe they have a certain the motivation wind. to move on. No. <laughs> Spirits are stubborn. <laughs> Do you have any theories? I, I suppose you probably didn't notice me while I was flying, and I just suddenly spoke from above her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. I, I'm a fly down. Spirits? Oh. Are you? Are you? Are you from the skein? I see someone's cultured. Yes. What have it? I've just spent a decent amount of time near there. Oh, it's very good. Very good. Now, as far as theories go, I did. I do have a theory. I think someone who is adept at dealing with spirits has collected them 
or promised them something or stolen them and is keeping them for themselves. Hence why I was getting ready to give you the what for there before somebody picked me up, Man. looks up at men, and another person spoke without thinking, still having to slightly look up at Zichi. <laughs> What use would someone have for a container of spirits? Oh, so many things. So many things. Uh, the worst of all being if we had a necromancer around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't move at all. I, I probably need to make a check. Yeah, give me a... Hmm, I would say wisdom save. Just to, like, not, not crack the facade sort of thing. Sure. Is a 20? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 20 is fine. Uh, you're just like, ah, yes, no, that would be awful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not in your head uh, as she uh, goes on with this explanation. But no, no, no. We we banned necromancers here in uh, <clears throat> the Empire a long, long ago with the founding of the Dendric Conservatory. Uh, if anyone wants anyone, uh, actually anyone, uh, can you be a history check? Neus with advantage. And has rolled uh, 18 total. Ooh. So 18 from Min. Aaron? <laughs> I rolled a 2. Plus hey. 2. For a total of 4. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> Karis? 8. Zichi? 19. And Neus? 16. Alright. Uh, Min, Zichi, and uh, Neus, you all know that the Dendrit Conservatory is the premier, the the cream of the crop arcane academy within the uh, Akorian Empire. In fact, it is the only the second building after the castle within the capital city of Baratros that was constructed. Uh, and Zichi uh, you found in a dusty old tome uh, in a branch of the Agma Library that the reason necromancy is uh, not allowed to be practiced within uh, the Empire is that it's the coward's way to amass greater and greater power due to potentially turning into a lich and living forever. Uh, so instead of necromancy, they practice war magic at the conservatory. Um, but yeah, so, but no, we don't, we haven't had necromancers for the last thousand years. No one's been able, allowed, I should say. No one's been allowed to practice necromancy in quite some time. Min, give me a, or actually everyone, give me just an intelligence check to recall. Min got a 21. Uh, and Karis? 21. Aaron? I got a 9. ZG? Four. <laughs> <laughs> Such confidence on that 4. And, uh, yeah. yep. <laughs> 11. Uh, so, it makes sense for Min and Karis uh, to know this. Min, because you're from around here. Karis, because you're a bard. Hmm. The only person you can think of in town that's been that's new as of a month ago, Min, uh, and you overheard this 
uh, Min explained this briefly uh, in Karis. Mortimer. That's the person that you think of when she says things been happening about a month ago. The bard, right? Bard. Mm-hmm. That is the bard that was at the Rusted Hook Tavern. With that information, or with that thought, that possible lead. Mortimer. Mortimer. Oh, he's such a nice lad. It couldn't possibly be him. I'm gonna go look over there. And she goes, she happens to go in the direction that ZG pointed. <laughs> Is there some, like, special food or dessert treat or something from a skein that I would have, like, found on my travels? Give me a history check. There's a 22. Ooh, 22. The higher-ups within the militaristic hierarchy that is Estain are known on occasion to enjoy a good flan. Okay. <laughs> I want to uh, catch up to her really quick. Mm-hmm. Just me, and I just want to ask her if she has a recipe for the Escanian flan, I suppose, as it would be. Oh, oh it's been so many years since I've had a good flan. Unfortunately, the chefs for those general assholes who sit on their thrones keep it close to the chest. Okay, well, thank you. Spirits! Spirits! (laughs) (laughs) I look around. (laughs) Would would Min, what role would Min make for if he knows if Mortimer has a route or preferred places in the city? Hmm. I think that would be another uh, history check. There's just a lot of those. Try. Big bucks. No whammies. Ooh, that's a nine plus five. Fourteen. Fourteen? You know that Mortimer is kind of erratic with uh, where he is at any given moment as far as the various uh, performance venues within town. There's not a lot but I would need group investigation or persuasion uh, to try have, to locate where he's at. I have an idea. Hmm. He seemed... How did he feel about you setting up shop in the tavern? Mm. You're not happy about what it. What if we put on a show? Right here in the square. <laughs> he would have to draw his attention somehow. I mean... Just set up an impromptu show. There's like six people here. <laughs> I just mean, if he catches word, he's sure to come by. Probably wouldn't be happy that someone else is performing in his town. I mean, I can see how fast it can work on the permits. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> and having fun doesn't require a permit. I disagree. <laughs> I, I permit you to have fun. Can I see it? I will pull out a scrap of paper and say, you can have fun, and I hand it to me. <laughs> Seems legit. Do you, do you need a notary? I can point you to the notary. No. The fun does not need to be notable, it just needs to be fun. You confuse me, light god, and I find it interesting. Good. Lakaris, what do you think? Want to set up shop? Put on a show? Yeah. You make a real spectacle of it? Let's have fun. 
Hey there, adventurers. As we take this quick break, I just wanted to remind you that you can join us live over at twitch.tv slash deathsaveswithadvantage to hang out and enjoy the sessions with us. While hanging out, you can accrue channel points and redeem them to become agents of potential chaos as you grant inspiration dice to individual party members, enemies, or even an entire group within combat. Uh, so, Karis, <laughs> since you are going to be the main attraction for this, yes. because he was not happy that another bard was encroaching on his turf, uh, what are you doing for the performance? You know you haven't been super... You haven't been able to connect to the spirits very well. Uh, while you're thinking of that, this is going to be a group skill challenge, so I need everyone to think whether it's a spell, a class ability, or just if you can think of something that could add to the performance using even just a skill check. Uh, what do you want to do? I got an idea. Okay. I would say we need a hype man for sure. Mm. Min does have a permit for fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 I've got it on paper right here. <laughs> you know what people like? They like big mm -hmm. astral shiny things. I mean, I assume that's what I like. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> so I could I could draw some attention. Maybe fly above you and, okay. you know. All right. So Karis, do you have an idea of what you want to do for your performance? She is still going to set up her candle, just okay. like on the stage. Just have that. But she actually, she does have a flute. Okay. Uh, so you're going to do, do a performance with a flute? I think so, yeah. Uh, Zichi, what are, you, uh, what, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I think I'm going to fly above like the main square and do circles, and I'm going to pull out like my astral arms and like just, just like have them bamf into existence yeah. and flail. Like they're to wacky, catch yeah, attention. they're wacky inflatable arm tube men. Arm <laughs> <but> arms. <laughs> okay. I, I think what I want to do will assist that not being quite as awkward. Okay. What do you want to do? Well, I want to cast minor illusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of it can be that it makes sound. So can I just okay. like make a drum beat that's going along with the flute track so that? ZG's dancing to music with percussion. <laughs> yes. <Instead of> just... <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, and then, and I can just up it every minute because it's cantrip. So sounds good, Aaron. Uh, I want to encourage people to go see this main show by being a significantly less entertaining uh, <laughs> vendor. Okay. So I'm just going to grab like some opaque cups or something, and just with sleight of hand, uh, mess around with the shell game. And like, yes, there's a copper piece under this cup. If you can find it, you may or may not be able to win it. Now, do you want to be like super over the top, try to be super over the top and make it hard for people to win? Or do you want to make it way too easy to, for them to win? Uh, I just kind of want to break even. So, okay. Okay. you know, uh, whatever. Uh, but I want it to be just gaudy enough that people pay more attention to the, uh, everything else. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, Min, what are you? What's your plan? Uh, Min is going to read poetry <laughs> over top, uh, over top of the music, off to the side. Yeah. 
Nice. Okay. Going to do a, a dramatic poem reading. Okay. Do you have a poem pulled up? <laughs> I do. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, starting things off. Nays, go ahead and give me a performance, but in, use your intelligence modifier instead of oh, your thank charisma. Because <laughs> you are using so just, uh, your spell, uh, a spell. I'm not uh, proficient, so it's just intelligence check is fine then, yeah? Then, yeah, that would be fine. Okay. Uh, and this is where a variant rule comes into play, uh, where, depending on the situation, the GM or the players can decide and provide a valid argument for a different type, a different stat than what is normally used to be applied to a skill check. The most common being uh, if a barbarian wants to intimidate somebody, but just with their pure strength. So they use strength instead of charisma. Uh, so they use using intelligence. What'd you get? I only got an 11. It's all good. All good. Um, four. Zichi, so go ahead and again. give me an acrobatics while you're uh, after with advantage because of between the drums and the fact that you are bamfing out those buff and uh, fiery arms. Natural 20 for <laughs> plus Natural six. 20. 26. 26. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Aaron. Go sure. ahead and give me. You're going to have to do two checks here. Okay. I would like a charisma check with disadvantage to be over the top gaudy intentionally. Sure. The 12. 12. Okay. Uh, just enough to draw people's attention. Uh, and then a sleight of hand to uh, uh, okay. see how well you can keep the coin from people while getting it to others. Okay, 21. 21. <laughs> Sorry. It just popped up all of a sudden mid-sentence. Uh, 21. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you are going to be able to draw in people just enough that um, you'll piss off some... You'll intentionally piss off some people, and they'll just be like, ah, red, it's red, and they'll look off, and they'll see the, the buff, fiery arms flying with the drumbeat <laughs> going. Uh, and some other people will actually be super excited, even if they just won one copper, and they'll look out to the square... To see if they can go spend it any uh, at another stall, and they'll see that performance. Uh, Min, I'm gonna need, uh, you're reading some poetry. I would like a performance check as well from you. Let's see it. It's a twelve plus one, a thirteen. A thirteen on your performance. You know, you're the you're the you're the warm up before the the main performance. Some people have made their way over and. You can tell that some people, especially like the little kids, are just looking. Robot's reading. The robot is reading. Um, they're just <laughs> looking up. They're more interested in you than what you're actually reading. Uh, or some of the people are looking up at at, uh, at Zichi. Um, so let's hear this poem from Min. Yes. It's a it's a little long. I'll read an excerpt. Okay. Good day. I am. I will be. I will be reading for you this poem. Written by a man named Greg. I am not Greg. I am Min. Of the City Watch. I did not write the poem. That was written by Greg. But I will read for you Greg's poem. 
Ow. <laughs> this poem is called Old Paint. I have a lot of old paint. It's all in gallon cans. The colors do not match. That's out of my hands. Open a can of white paint. Thick skin's on the top. Bake the skin and stir it. Pick out all of the glop. <laughs> the next can of paint is red paint. Lid is stuck on tight. Finally, it's open. It took all of my might. Why did I buy that brown paint? <laughs> it just goes on like that for a long uh, time. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, as you I start just... talking about the different colors, this uh, one kid pipes up. I like red. Red's my color. No, I like red. No, I like red. And they, they start having a tussle uh, in the Children, front. Children, I am the performer. <laughs> you are the audience. <laughs> if that is my understanding, correct of this. Uh, so, Karis, you go out to save this performance. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me um, your proficient in flute. Uh, yes. Uh, so go ahead and give me a uh, flute roll with flute advantage. Roll. <laughs> All right. Roll for flute. <laughs> with advantage. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one, not bad, not bad. Yeah. Uh, with the amp up, with the amping up of everyone else in participation, uh, that significantly lowered the DC to draw in a crowd and give on a very compelling performance. Karis, you make your way over from behind Min. You set down your candle, light it, uh, and a usual red flame is there. Uh, there's this steady drumbeat that's happening behind you. Zichi is doing Cirque du Soleil bullshit <laughs> up in the air. Uh, and Aaron is catching the attention and pushing those people over towards you through uh, some sleight of hand. Uh, Aaron, you did three chopper out of this exchange. Sweet! Coins! <laughs> Min giving a performance of some poetry while uh, also informing children of proper concert etiquette. You put the flute to your lips and you start playing a melody that you recall from growing up, one that your mother would hum while she was cooking or while trying to get the kids to sleep. Uh, and the drums begin to uh, get a little bit louder as the music begins to swell. The orange color of the flame slowly shifts uh, closer and closer to a bright blue, almost like a, uh, think a, a gas stove. How the flame is blue because it's hotter and more intense. Uh, and as you're playing the song, you start to do a run up to that the highest note you possibly can for for a, a showstopper. Um, and as you hit that last note, the flame on the candle erupts in this huge burst of blue. Everyone is dead quiet. Uh, there's one dude in the front row 
who was probably a little too close and he's just like <laughs> absently staring starts clapping his hands as you see he has very singed eyebrows now a domino effect takes place and the entire crowd just erupts in applause uh zichi you spot a very grumpy looking half elf holding a holding a viol in the back of the audience just scowling shaking his head and then he darts down a side alley oh dang um I'm going to keep to the air, but follow him from above. Uh, do you want to be stealthy about this? Or do you want to be just out in the open? Not stealthy, but like make it look like I'm just still doing shit, but I'm just so happy to be going in his direction because I got okay. the arms out. Then give me a uh, perception check to try to keep, a tr- keep, an, excuse me, keep an eye on him. A 13. Okay. Uh, so he rounds the corner, and you see him dart down an alleyway, and he runs in between. He's ducking in between buildings under overhangs, uh, and you hear a door open and close uh, after he runs underneath an overhang. Uh, you dart down, land on the ground, uh, open that door, and it's just a tool shed. He's not in there. It seems that he opened and closed the door uh, as a distraction to, as he seemed to know that you were tailing him. A motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> However, you were going north towards the Dren's resting grounds. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go back to the party and tell them mm-hmm. what I saw. At least that okay. I know it was north. Uh, you are able to, him. you would be able to talk to Min and Naeus as yeah. Karis. Uh, you are, you're not crowd surfing, but <laughs> like, you know when you play Minecraft and you're holding up like hay in a pen full of, of, of uh, farm animals that mm. really want, yeah, you are just completely <laughs> surrounded. Um, so, and uh uh, so, so I said, Naeus, Min, and Aaron. Uh, so you'd be able to talk to those three. I almost have a gallon. There's a little more. <laughs> There's some teal enamel. Add it to the pour. It's gonna put a hand on Min. Min, we need to go. We need to. We need to go north. Very yeah, well. I need to hear your poem about paint drying or whatever. <laughs> maybe later. Maybe later. Very well. Onward. Did you have fun, Min? I did have a permit, so... Yes? <laughs> I'm glad. I'll take it. To start. <laughs> Do we need to, like, rescue Karis from this crowd? <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, because, uh, okay. Min, you're still re- you, you read a little bit more of the poetry as you're walking towards Karis, and the crowd kind of parts. <laughs> 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 to get to the other side of Karis and the crowd just to like cheer and Karis there is now a path for you to get away and everyone's like oh that was great you should do this more often let us know when you're gonna do this again oh my gosh um, thank you and after between um talking with Miss Me and uh finding a good location coming up with a actual plan for the performance 
doing the performance, it's uh, the build up and doing the performance itself. Uh, you are now because uh, it is late afternoon, I would say, just for the for the sake of the narrative here. Uh, it's late afternoon. The sun is starting to set and Mortimer went north to the cemetery. That's the general direction. Do you follow or do you decide to go uh, to the F it and start looking into the fish problem? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> this is good to know. Anyway, about those fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all start making your way towards the graveyard. As we get close to it, Naos is just, I, it's probably just barely loud enough for people to hear. Saying, I've never understood this plane's obsession with putting the dead in the ground. That's it. She just kind of shakes her head and <laughs> continues going forward. Uh, so you approach uh, the Gren's resting grounds. And you see off in the distance of what looks to be like the main it's the main structure because it is the largest mausoleum uh, here within the uh, the resting ground. Spooky. So you see Mortimer at the entryway and he's running his hand along the door and you hear he's shout, practically shouting it because he assumes he's alone. Uh, as his hand touches it, it looks like the, the skin on his hand fades away going up his arm and going across his body until you just see a skeleton. And you just hear, <laughs> this is it! Now we've found it! Oh, I'm astounded. Every town is going to be surrounded by a throng of marching dead. The delicious, the riches, they listen ahead. Huh? And he turns around and just looks at your group. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't know why that hit me so hard. Uh, and he pulls out his fiddle and he starts playing. And he's looking at your group and he, and he just gives you a warning of, Oh, they'll devour every hour of these endless non-progressive inundations of their kind. And then lucky for you, get the next one in line. Uh, as he says this, the ground starts to uh, quake all over the graveyard. And rising up out of the ground is a batch of skeletons and zombies. And they all just <sighs> look at your group as he steps up and then proceeds. It's just like reaching at the at the stone doors that are not open yet. So we're going to go ahead and roll for initiative. Going from the top here, uh, Aaron. 18. Naeus. So... 17. 17. Uh, Mortimer with a 7. Uh, Karis? A uh, 6. Uh, Zichi? An 8. Uh, ooh, Min, your roll just came through. What do we got? It was a uh, 13. Uh, and then the both the zombies and the skeletons uh, rolled 9s, but zombies are slower. So... 
Aaron, kicking us off. You are a roughly roughly a hundred feet away from Mortimer. Yes. Uh, so this this wall in front of us is this like a low wall with uh, gaps in it that looks crumbled in places? Um, how uh, it's not crumbled it? in places, but it's also it's just a decorative wall. It's not a you'd be able to like hop over it no problem for okay. like just the usual five feet of movement. Okay. Uh, I'm not too worried about that. Um, I more wanted to see if it was an actual obstruction for things like a short bow. You'd have to duck down pretty far, going practically prone, but you would be able to get partial cover, possibly. No, I, I'm not looking to hide behind it. I wanted to know oh. if I could shoot over it. Oh, yeah, no problem there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I would just like to uh, pull out my short bow and fire an arrow at the, uh, the skeleton thingy directly ahead of us, just okay. because... It's close to us, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Does a 17 hit? 17 definitely hits a zombie that's right in front of okay. you there. Is that um, a zombie or a skeleton? Uh, that I is a zombie. Tell. Okay. I had to zoom up pretty far. I can't tell. So short bow deals five points of damage. Huzzah. Very nice. Five points of damage. Uh, and I will... Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stay where I am for the moment. All right. Neus, you are next in initiative. What you doing? I am going to move first. I'm going to go to right here specifically. Cones okay. work with like a triangular shape, right? Five, then 10, then 15. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to cast color spray on them. Okay. At first level spell. Uh, so similar to sleep. This is one of the very few other spells. So I roll a pool of dice, and it works from the lowest to the highest once again. 23. Is that enough to hit them, get them both? 23. You make the one on the left blind, and that is a hit. <laughs> I rolled real terrible on 6010. Uh, okay, so it's blinded by, we'll say it's a, a bright white light. Okay. Very nice. Uh, that's my action. And I don't have, like, anything. Bonus. Yep. Okay. That'll do. Brings us to Min. What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, on on the map here, I see what could be walls. Yes. Are, are those acting as walls? Uh, not enough to obstruct your vision uh, and not enough to to give difficult terrain. So you'd be able to bypass them, like, do a little hop over. There's a part of your movement. Okay. Actually, what I'd like to do is move up to it and kind of crouch behind Gears of War style and do a light crossbow on uh, a zombie. Okay. Uh, the one on the left is blinded. If you'd like to, you see it rearing back from the flash of light that Nays threw out at its face. So that. Uh, that one you would have advantage on attacking. Do that. Take the 18. That'll definitely hit. And that'll be 10 piercing damage. Okay. Now this zombie is bloodied. Uh, ooh, real quick. Um, being bloodied means a creature is at uh, half or less of its hit points. That means you're getting there. It is something that not every 
GM will use, but we like to use it just to let people know how far the fight is going with individual creatures. Uh, in addition, if a creature is blinded, that is one of many, many conditions in 5th edition. A blinded creature cannot see and automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Uh, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage, while the creature's attack rolls are made with disadvantage. Uh, Min, that is your action. Anything with your bonus? Um, I don't believe so. I think I'm going to hunker behind that wall okay. right there. So we have we have four skeletons. Uh, there is going to be a shot at Naeus, Min, Zichi, and Aaron. Uh, because those are the ones that have acted. Naeus, we've got a 15 headed your way. Yeah, that hit. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be six points of piercing damage. Okay. Min, there's a 21 going your way for an, uh, so you take six points of piercing damage. Could I argue for disadvantage because of the cover that I'm trying uh, to do? So the rules for cover, there's half cover, which gives a plus two to your armor class, okay. which you would have partial cover. Uh, half cover gives plus five, and then full cover is an automatic miss. There's not a tar- not a viable target. So okay. you would get a plus two to your armor class. What would that put you at? <laughs> 16. Okay. okay, yeah. No, it's a 21, unfortunately. Uh, six points? Z- six points. Zichi, yeah. there's an arrow coming your way. You, It's a 22 to hit for nine piercing. Uh, the way that I run combat, you are not surprised, so you would have your reaction, even though it's only the first round of combat. Okay, because, yeah, I would definitely deflect that. Okay, go ahead and roll your deflect missiles to see how much you reduce the damage. Meanwhile, Aaron, that's another 22 going your way. That's five points of piercing damage. Ow, rude. 15? Dang, yeah, you fully (laughs) negate the nine points of damage. So, uh, one of, as they, after they take their shots, these two shuffle up and over their 30 feet of movement. Uh, meanwhile, Neus, roll me a d8. Roll me a d8? Yes. One. Convinced that you are in this direction, the zombie is going to go up 20 feet. Uh, because oh. it is blind. Oh, because it's blind. Yes. One zombie is able to reach you, Neus. The other one has to dash. Uh, and then got a dashing zombie. Yeah. A dashing zombie. And an only moderately attractive zombie. Um... <laughs> uh, so we have one slam attack heading your way, Naeus, after they all move. Uh, I'm going to cast shield. Okay. So she, you throw up shield after getting shot by an arrow. Uh, these undead hit a little bit harder than you probably expected. Uh, you throw up the arcane shield, and the zombie's fist slams into you, but it stops about an inch away from your face with shield being successful to thwart the attack. Okay. Oof. Zichi. Woohoo. Um, I'm going to hop on over and try and help out Naeus, because that's a <laughs> dicky situation there. Going to pap, pap, <laughs> as the kids tap, say. Tap, <laughs> tap. tap. Alright. <laughs> and uh, we are using the house rule of flanking. Normally, flanking is an optional rule in 5th edition that provides advantage. However, advantage is very strong. 
So we are giving a plus two bonus to whatever you roll yeah. for your attack rolls while flanking. So uh, 25. Which... That'll, that'll yeah. definitely hit. <laughs> <laughs> your claws, they like reflect the moonlight a little bit as you go in and just slash at at, at the zombie next to next to between you and Neus, uh sitch bludgeoning. And then what did you roll on the second attack? Uh, that one, but plus six and plus two, which would make it a nine. <laughs> uh, that one, unfortunately, for attack rolls, oh, is a guaranteed yep. miss. Even though yep. a nine would hit normally. <laughs> yeah. AC zombie. AC zombie. All right. Um, now... And then I'm going to fly up 15 feet. I'm just okay. Be, like, 15 up. feet? Yeah. Okay. That dang mobile feet. Mm -hmm. All right. No need to worry about an attack of opportunity from mobile. Uh, and now it's Morty's turn. And uh, he starts playing up a storm on his fiddle. <laughs> when I'm necromancing, everyone's dancing. No one can stop me. I dare you to try. I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> that sounds ominous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, if you rolled lower than a 15, uh, you are affected by Mortimer's irresistible dance. Uh, so, Zichi uh, uh, and Neus uh, starts uncontrollably dancing. While dancing, uh, you will... You're, you're gonna have to use all of your movement to dance without leaving your space. You'll have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls. While affected by this spell, other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against you. Uh, because this is a long-range AoE version of the spell, it lasts for one round. So the end of your next turn. Uh, but Neus and Zichi are not affected. Uh, and then he, like, pushes up, find, actually finds, like, a crease between uh, the stone doors and and uh, darts into the mausoleum. Mm. Karis, you are uncontrollably dancing. Mm -hmm. a, unfortunately, you didn't have advantage. No, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, oh, Aaron, you are an Elytrin. This is a charm effect. You would have advantage on that oh. wisdom save. That is a uh, good call. <laughs> 13. Uh, <laughs> we were looking for a 15. Karis, uh, so what you doing? Alright, so I can still cast Yes, cast you cannot move. I just can't move. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Uh, and it's all the attack rolls, weapon or spell, have disadvantage. Right. She is going to try Dissonant Whispers on Zombie to the right above Neus. Okay, this one here? Yeah. Perfect. Have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Not put it in the oh chair. boy, is it a wise zomble? Uh, I'm assuming an 11 does not pass your uh, succeed on your DC. No. <laughs> All not. right. So, ooh, whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. So it's going to take... Go ahead and roll that 3d6 psychic damage. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to have to move away from you 30 feet. 10. 10. Very nice. That's a yeah. decent roll for 3d6. 
Any and bonus actions? Yes, I'm going to roll the do the tales from be yeah, tales from beyond. Okay. So using a bardic inspiration. Yeah. A six this time, Ooh. not a one. <laughs> Other side of the spectrum here. Yes. <laughs> Is tale of the traveler. Mm-hmm. The target gains temporary hit points equal to a roll of your bardic inspiration die plus your bard level. While it has these temporary hit points, the target's walking speed increases by 10 feet, and it gains a plus one bonus to its AC. Very nice. Uh, who's yeah. that going to? Um, can she tell if anyone has been hit, like, significantly? You see uh, there's a there's a bloody arrow sticking out of Naos. I'll give it to Naos. Yeah. Can you pop that in chat so I know the benefits again? Yeah. Uh, while you're... Applying that, yeah. uh, Karis, your turn comes to an end, as does your <gasps> dancing. Uh, Aaron, you are dancing. Yes, I can dance if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> now, whilst dancing, I would like to um, again use my short bow uh, and fire an arrow at uh, this dead zombie guy next to Naeus. Okay. Uh, let's see. So you will have disadvantage. Uh, I'm okay with that. Does a 14 hit? A 14 will hit, but unfortunately, no sneak attack due to a disadvantage roll. Even with an ally adjacent? Yeah, that's the, you like, the end-all be-all is if you have disadvantage, uh, you don't get sneak attack. Ah, that is correct. Two plus three for five. Hooray. Five damage. Nothing to sneeze at. Yep. Uh, uh, any bonus action stuff? Nope. Then that brings us to Naeus. You've got a zomb- zombie right next to you. Uh, sorry, we realized we need to roll the die for Temporary how many hit points. Ah, uh, yes. Go ahead and roll the, the roll Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, you roll it because you already got the modifier. Okay. So. It's plus your bard level. Ooh. Yes. So here's yeah. the D six. Six. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Nine total. Nine total. Ooh. Nine temp HP with a plus one AC. That is half of my health, by the way. Yeah. Nine is half. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I I remember, plus one AC. I'm like, yes, plus one AC. Yeah. And ten more movement speed, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I cannot yeah. see Mortimer, right? No, he has since gone into the mausoleum. We're going to try to take out more than one of them. I know this one's next to me. Mm-hmm. The Zichi flew up. Unfortunately, all of my touch or melee things are necrotic damage, which I don't think I would... I think I'd be smart enough to not use it. Uh, give me an arcana check. Okay. Do I have advantage just because of my class? I would say yes. Okay. A natural 20 for 26. Ooh. Uh, so what don't you know about zombies? Um, so things about zombies. <laughs> you know that zombies are very easy to hit. You know that they have an ability called Undead Fortitude, that when it's reduced to zero hit points, it makes a con save in order to instead be uh, left with one hit point, unless it's from a critical hit or radiant damage. Uh, and you also know... These zombies are hardier than they should be, and they're hitting harder than they should be. Okay. 
it's you know that if a uh, necromancer of of high enough strength reanimates zombies and skeletons, that uh, they come back with they get extra health and damage. Did you mention if they are immune to certain conditions? Oh, sorry. Yes, you would have known uh, poison in the poisoned condition. I will cast ice knife on this one up here. So what happens with ice knife? Ice you knife. Want to uh, you attack a target. If you hit, that target takes 1d10 piercing damage. But regardless, uh, the knife shard then explodes, and everything within five feet must make a dex save or take 2d6 cold damage. Oh, a dex save, you say? <laughs> yeah, that's the. <laughs> okay, go ahead and just roll damage. They both they failed abysmally. Of course, I roll max okay. on the piercing damage. That doesn't work. Uh, uh, but yes, however, you do uh, nine points of cold damage, which is enough to bloody the one that ran away, uh, and do a decent chunk of damage against the one that is still left. Uh, any movement on your turn, or are you going to stay where you are? I mean, I know I have this extra movement. The problem is I don't want to get hit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to fly up 10 feet and then over this way. Okay. Uh, the zombie reaches up to try to grab you and get some damage off. It's a five to hit, so he's swinging a miss. Uh, Min. You are dancing. You do not I have am. a permit to dance. <laughs> and yet you're dancing. <laughs> Guys, what do you think? Is this better than the poetry or no? It is debatable. <laughs> I am going to... Min looks up at Zichi and goes, Now, Zichi, dive! And uses a tactician order. Sudden strike. Uh, that would only allow Zichi to make an attack roll, but Zichi is 15 feet in the air, out of reach. Okay. You could be... allow um, somebody to make an attack with a cantrip. Mm. Or uh, Aaron could shoot uh, with an, their bow. I mean, I can do that. Uh... Uh, you have disadvantage right now, though, because you're dancing. I am dancing. So, uh, <laughs> light god, I am a, a little predisposed at the moment. Would you, uh, <laughs> do you mind? Certainly. All right, go ahead and take your shot. No disadvantage. Uh, reminder for folks, uh, accepting or taking a tactical order from men uses, uh, the receiver, the recipient's, uh, reaction for the round. Uh, but a 14 is definitely enough to hit a zombie. Excellent. Six damage this time. Very nice. This zombie is also looking rather haggard. Uh, now we get to the skeletons and the zombies. Oh, uh, so, as... Would Karis have, like, a candle holster? I would. To, like, quickly have... To, like, to, like, quickly draw it out and light the candle? Okay. Uh, so your candle actually lights itself. Hmm. Uh... And it is a dark blue flame uh, as the skeleton and zombies begin to shake. And Terrace only can give me a perception check. All right. That is a 17. Out of each of these reanimated corpses, you see spirits 
dart up into the night sky before disappearing. Um, the skeletons all look much weaker, uh, and mo- uh, most of these zombies that have taken damage take quite the hefty blow, enough that uh, if in their weakened state, uh, they just slump to the ground, no longer moving. Uh, the rest being heavily weakened. Karis is just going to yell out, keep going, like, to everyone. And that is actually their entire turn. Uh, that brings us back to Zichi. Uh, you just saw these things get much weaker while Karis screams out to keep uh, reassurances for everyone to keep going. Well, then I will keep going. And I'm also going to do what <laughs> Min said earlier, to dive bomb, so or just dive. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Ah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna dive down on the zombie that's closest to me. Okay. And see if I can. If one punch will just like end it. End it. One punch. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, that is a 17 to hit. That'll definitely hit. Let's see that damage. That is a seven. Uh, you just clean knock the lower jaw off of uh, this zombie. And it just looks back at uh, Still standing. Yeah, okay. Then I will punch it again. Because monks are busted right out the gate, you can use a bonus action to attack again for free due to martial arts. Yep. Uh, Alright, so you, you know that you're looking for an 8, so go ahead and roll damage yeah. <laughs> off of that one. That is an 8. Ooh, that okay. Time. Undead fortitude. <laughs> no. Uh, this time you you punch uh, the head, bounce it, it's knocked clean off, rolls back a little bit through the graveyard, uh, and then the body just falls over. Uh, cool. Any other movement? You ha- you've only used fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So twenty-five. I'll get like here. And then okay. that'll be like 25. And then I'll fly 15 feet back up in the air. Sounds good. From where I am. Yeah. Harris. All right. You know what? She's going to do Dissonant Whispers again. Okay. Uh, uh, which target? I think the one furthest to the right. The uh, this, okay. Skeleton up by the tree. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll damage, as that is a, um, that's a zero Mm. (laughs) on its save. (laughs) They said it couldn't be done. Oh, if it was a zombie, they could go as low as negative one. Ooh, it's an 18. All right, would you like, this is the first time I'm asking, Hmm. would you like to use your DM inspiration off of this? Sure. Okay, so the dissonant whispers go and strike uh, the skeleton. Its head shaking uh, almost uh, as the whispers reverberate through the empty skull. uh, Loud enough for the zombie right next to it to be affected. You rolled uh, 18 points of damage on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is more than enough to take out this skeleton as well as enough to force the zombie to to uh, fail uh, its 
Undead Fortitude as you take out both of them. Yeah. Uh, and that's off. That's because he rolled a negative uh, nat one. <laughs> yeah. uh, any uh, you moved a little bit? Any any additional movement or a bonus action from you? Um, bonus action. I'll give a bardic inspiration to to Aaron. All right. Next. Speaking of Aaron, this yeah. little uh, this little light blue ember goes over. Uh, and seems to like enter the bow in your hand and you feel inspired from the warmth Excellent. that it is now giving off. Alright, I will I think walk forward just a little bit so I'm on the corner of this wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one more. And I want to uh, fire a shot at this distant uh, that's a skeleton. Okay. It's a 16 hit. Definitely. Seven damage. I'm moving up in the world. Hey. Oh. Um, while what would normally be a rather gruesome shot uh, doesn't quite have the same effect as you fire an arrow through an eye socket, uh, but you do hear a loud crunch as the arrow breaks through the back of the skull and the skeleton uh, crumples to the ground. Uh, any additional movement or bonus action stuff? No, I will stay where I am. Okay. Neus. There are three targets remaining, a zombie and two skeletons. I'm going to start flying towards the mausoleum. Okay. I'm 10 feet up, so I have 40 feet because of that's until the hit, point, hit points go away, right? Yes, and those last either until damage or a long rest. Nice. Uh, from that position, I'm going to cast a really goofy spell in this <laughs> combat. It's a cantrip that Kyle convinced me to take because... Uh, Zach's not in this game to groan every time it's cast. Uh, I'm going to cast the, the cantrip Eldritch Blast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at this skeleton over here. Closer Skelly, okay. Yeah, the closer Skelly. Uh, let's see if it's set up properly or not. Hey, how many do I roll? Uh, single. It's, it's just all, a single for uh, this one, that's right. Yep, yes. it's all the damage at once. Uh, yeah. So what did we get? Uh, got a twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> to hit and need to make. Uh, it's gonna. It's gonna have to make a uh, save as well. Top of that. I uh, believe it's One. against the poisoned condition. Correct. Oh, that's true. That wouldn't work. Yeah, uh, it does not work. However, the cold damage does <laughs> uh, seep into its bones and it's rattling Ooh. a bit more than than it was before. My damage rolls like the spell rolls in general have been terrible <laughs> oh boy right. yeah happens unfortunately okay. Min. yes it does it's all right min uh is zichi still flying zichi is another 15 feet up in the air yeah okay. i just i just want to make sure my shot doesn't do any unintended consequences yeah also uh, this is a wide open space and zichi is small so they would not provide any cover uh, to block your shot. Uh, well, I hop over the wall. Very cool. Rusty <laughs> Hutch style. Yeah, and do another <laughs> uh, light crossbow strike at uh, a zombie between Zichi and Nayus. Doesn't just declaring that something is done very cool require some kind of roll? Oh. 
<laughs> Min has a permit to have fun. He can just make mm-hmm. that is true. Exactly. That is true. This is Min's kind any, of fun. This is if fun. If anything, for Min. I would say an acrobatics with advantage because you have a permit. You feel instilled with white uh, <laughs> yeah. being okay. Oh, oh no! Mary, y'all, you tried. It's not going to happen this time. <laughs> it was a DC of five. You got a nine. It's it's okay. Okay, I got, <laughs> got I got a nine. It looked the landing is like, <clears throat> but it's fine. Um, and then I'll do a light crossbow. You bent one knee but locked the other. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the crossbow shot is super cool because that's an eighteen total. Oh yeah, that'll definitely hit. Nine damage. Nine damage. This zombie is looking rough. I mean, not that it was looking good before, but like it's it looks like it's about to fall over. You mean dead rough? Uh, skeletons. No. Uh, no, we just, a, dead, we've got a shot going to Naos. Uh, and a shot going to uh, Zichi. So that is a 16 and a 16. It hits me. Okay. Uh, you're gonna... What was your... Uh, a 16 doesn't hit, so you don't need to do your reaction there, Zichi. No. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Neus, how does 9 points of damage sound? Sounds like I no longer have increased movement speed or AC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Things a little. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'll take it. Let's see. The zombie. the zombie can just make it to you with their limited twenty feet of movement, man. Uh, that is a uh, five to hit. As you kind of you sidestep a little bit as the zombie just does a heavy swing, leaving themselves wide open for Zichi's turn. Yeah. Hmm. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if it ain't broke, I'm gonna swoop down <laughs> <laughs> on that zombie. Mm-hmm. And give it a good punching. <laughs> okay. Flanking now, yeah? Uh, yes, you do get that plus two flanking bonus. Mm-hmm. So the first one is a 13 plus two, so 15. That would hit. That'll definitely hit. Yeah. That's five damage. I am just rolling hot garbage for these undead fortitudes for once. Uh, <laughs> I usually roll it. I usually pass again and again. Uh, it You punch it. Uh, Min, if you had lips, you'd be... Uh, as a little bit of the uh, gore from uh, of the zombie hits you in the face as a ZG punches clean through it. Instead, uh, I just go, excellent. <laughs> uh, Zichi, that was 20 feet of movement. Are you still going to mm-hmm. move further? I'm going to reposition myself for sure. Um... Those skeletons are the only ones left. Uh, and yes. uh, They haven't been if moving. You do, they just chilling. If you get, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, they've been attacking from range, so you don't know mm-hmm. if they will move up on you. Um, you have seen... Actually, you would... No, you don't know this. Never mind. Do you want to move in, or do you want to keep, stay at range? Um, you said I moved 20 already, right? Yeah. yeah Actually, 15. It would, you would have moved 15 feet. Yeah. I'm close to reaching them, but not not quite. So instead, okay. I'm going to move 
15 more feet. Yeah, that would work because I have like 45 feet of movement, like crazy person. Uh, 15 <laughs> feet of movement there, and then I'll go 15 feet back up here. So I'm close to him, but not. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Karis, there's two skeletons left. What are we doing? Um, Karis is actually going to start running towards the mausoleum. Okay. All right. Taking the dash action. Uh, and the dash action is just you use your action to use to move your full movement again instead of taking any uh, attack rolls or uh, casting any spells and the like. Uh, then that would bring us immediately to Aaron. Hooray. I would like... I'm going to use my movement to go here. It's 30 feet. Mm-hmm. I will shoot at the uh, leading skeleton from this perspective. It's a 22 hit. Oh, yeah. Eight points of damage. It start, It falls apart as soon as that arrow hits the, the center of its sternum. Just makes everything crumple around it. Alright. Uh, that was all of your movement. Bonus action? Uh, nope. Uh, that brings us to Neus. What are you doing? I'm gonna move. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty. I'm gonna move to here. I'm gonna full okay. movement. Did he close the doors? Uh, they are closed over, and you can, but you can still see a little bit of a flicker of torchlight. Uh, but I can't see much from my position currently. Uh, no, you'd have to move about another fifteen feet. Okay. To be I don't want to go in there without the party. That seems silly. I am flying still 10 feet up right now, too. Yep. And I am going to take a shot at this skeleton with... Let's do a firebolt. That'll be more effective. It has the right range, right? 120? Yeah, okay. This be a 13 to hit. Oh, yeah. Six fire. I'll take it. <laughs> you conjure up this uh, fireball, this little, this little firebolt in your hand. For you, it's about the size of the palm of your hand. Uh, so and you small. just... Huck it, uh, and it beelines, engulfs the skeleton's head in flame, uh, and the skull is burnt to cinders and ash as the body crumples down. It had exactly six hit points left. <laughs> I'm going to take us out of initiative, so you're uh, as you're as you all regroup by the mausoleum, uh, and. While our group of adventurers over the course of the next couple weeks figures out their marching order, how far they want to go down into this place, if there are multiple levels, uh, come up with a battle plan, you name it, we are going to call it here. So have a great night, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. happen where I forget characters' names. There's like five of us. Karis. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it's only session three, I guess. That's my only excuse. Yeah. Oh, these are these are my companions. Bing bong. <laughs> so as a group Soup, are you done? Don't look at me like that. Hi. Hi buddy. Stu for rolls a one. <laughs>
Yeah. It really does. For stealth, yeah. a group to get distracted by the dog. Uh, to yeah. quote the owner, uh, he's, a, uh, he's a gif in a crystal wear shop. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Miss Me. Uh, that is M-I. All that's going through my head is the Wii Sports music. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Death Saves with Advantage. You can find us on Twitter with the handle at SavesWithADV to share memes and questions related to the podcast. Also, feel free to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash deathsaveswithadvantage. We have different tiers ranging from access to all episodes released across different adventures to item submissions for the party to encounter during this campaign.